Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Scottsy Business, and today we're here with Daniel Pimmon, who is the founder and developer of EtherChest. EtherChest is an Ethereum validator ecosystem on Ethereum 2.0, and uh, they make staking easy. So I haven't done any interviews or talked really much about uh, Ethereum 2.0 at all. So I think this is going to be really insightful for a lot of people watching and uh, just to, just to gain some insight on what's going on with Ethereum and uh, where things are headed. So uh, without further ado, could you just uh, give us a little introduction about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, again, thank you for introducing me. Um, Daniel Pittman, founder and creator of EtherChess.com, a staking service and ecosystem, um, basically meant to, to allow anybody in you know in ethereum on any of the blockchains anybody who's interested in staking ethereum to get involved because um as many people know uh 32 ethereum is the entryway into staking which is you know a lot of money you know most people don't maybe they have it but they don't want to spend it on that so we make it affordable yep mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think that's really really important because that's going to cause a huge barrier of entry and uh you guys bridging that gap is going to be really, really important to get a lot of people into the space. So with that being said, I mean, I'll just to get a little bit more information about you, when did you originally get into the crypto space and blockchain? Okay. Oh man, that's uh, yeah, it's a long time ago. I was uh, going to college in Butte, Montana at Montana tech and uh, a friend of mine, uh, it was a roommate, uh, roommates. Uh, it was my friend's roommate. He was like, yeah, I'm buying some oxys, bro. And I was like, whoa, what? On the internet? And he's like, yeah, dude, it's safe. It's safe. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm using cryptocurrency. And I was like, huh? What? What is this? You know, so he told me about Bitcoin. And unfortunately, the, the sad part is, and, and, you know, that's where crypto kind of came up. So it's a drug story. But, <laughs> but, you know, that's what he did. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And that was in 2000, uh, 2010, I believe. And then I moved out to Portland and kind of the whole Occupy movement and everything started happening. And I mean, we had a huge, you know, huge Occupy movement here in Portland. You know, it, it's it's Portland. So <laughs> we we do our things. Um, but yeah, it was I was like, man, you know, I'm not really into protesting. I don't really want to camp out. I, I don't. But I want to help. I want to want to help in some way. So how can I do it? So I was like, man, seems like the banks maybe these are maybe this is kind of the root cause of all of this is there a way that i can use money without using a bank and i typed those words into google and the first thing that popped up was bitcoin and i was like what that stuff my friend was are you kidding me so so at that point i started you know learning a little bit more about it um i don't remember if i purchased any at that point but by 2013 i was mining um, with an mm. ant miner. And, uh, it was, I called it my space heater. Cause I had one in my little tiny house and it was heating up the, the place quite nicely, but yeah, I actually was able to, to earn a little bit through some of the mining pools with it. And, you know, I'm, it wasn't very much. It was like 25 bucks a week, you know, and I'm like, man, this is cool. I have a little extra spending money. This is awesome. So yeah, I mean, it just kind of continued. I, I, I started trading on Bittrex, um and just getting my feet wet with all the different altcoins and 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 that kind of a thing and and let's see i think about 2017 is when i really really started hitting it hard started trading started really putting my money in it 
and mm. uh and really just going for it so yeah ever since then i've been just really into the technology building projects smart contracts um advocating everything you know everything that that comes with the whole industry so yeah yeah, yeah. wow yeah so you <clears throat> you've definitely been in there uh in the space for quite some time or at, at the very least you've known about it from nearly the beginning so yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a a nice chip on the shoulder to 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 show people and say, hey, I'm I'm one of the original guys. Like, because uh, I remember when I was coming in in 2017, it's like, oh, you're so late. But now, I mean, everyone's still thinking like 2017 is early. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a ride in crypto, no no doubt. It's so fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. So, um, can you give us a bit of an introduction to EtherChess, what it's all about, why people might want to take advantage and, you know, look, check it out and what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, real simply, you know, you said it, Ethereum or EtherChess is an Ethereum staking service. Um, and we, we allow people to, to gain entry into it. Um, we've made it a little bit more fun. So instead of just, you know, sending us your money and then hoping and praying that we don't spend it in the next two years, um, we've included NFTs and uh, actual fungible currency as well. Um, the non-fungible tokens serve as kind of proof of ownership of your stake. So when you stake with us, we'll send you what's called a gem. Um, this gem is tied directly to the amount of Ethereum that you've staked. So let's say it's let's say you're a high roller and you got one Ethereum, you get yourself a diamond, and then you gain entry at that one, you know, one thirty second of a validator, and then, you know, and that's how you you kind of earn. Um, in in the interim, the really interesting part and the really really scary part, I think, for most people, um, is the fact that validators have to lock their Ethereum. So for the first part, you know, maybe a good part of a year to a year and a half, validators will not be able to touch any of their stake or rewards. So kind of to alleviate that, I've come up with this concept of ducats. So this fungible currency that's tied directly to the rewards so you've got the gems that are tied to the stake and you've got the ducats that are tied to the rewards um those rewards will actually you know give it a little bit of liquidity so since you you know there's some dexes and stuff that you can use hopefully you'll be able to move your money around but it does allow for some you know a little bit of decentralization and in using a little bit of the the blockchain ledger in order to keep this more transparent yeah 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 that makes a lot of sense so the problem that you sort of set out to solve is just this this issue with uh with staking like the barrier of entry do you want to just break it down a little bit more what you guys set out to like solve uh with with, uh, with ether trust absolutely it so it's it's one the entry into this again it's not easy for for most people to you know hold on to 30 or two ethereum to want to spend it in that kind of a manner lock it up for two years and hopes that a project will succeed. So there's a lot of these kind of risks that are associated with staking on Ethereum. And we wanted to make it a little bit, you know, alleviate some of that risk by taking on the burden of running the server, securing them, paying for that kind of hardware and 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 the internet, you know, the service and, and what everything that's involved with running you know, these kind of validators. So we want to take that burden off of people and we want to also allow them to gain entry into this with a lesser amount. So the lesser amount being 0.1 Ethereum for what we call a Ruby um, gets you in. So right now that's like $35. And I, I most of the people that I've spoken with find that completely reasonable. 
And yes, you don't, again, you, you're not, you're looking at four to 10% APR. So you're not going to get rich off of Ruby, but it's a way for you to be actively involved as a validator. And a, a gem is kind of a badge in that way to where you can say, look, I'm part of a, a you know, the, the, the block validation on Ethereum. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just, I was just um, saying, yeah. Yeah. So um, basically um, the, the biggest thing, so we, that's one of the, the biggest things that we solve in my opinion. And then of course, the second part of that is liquidity. So it, like I said, you're not going to be able to touch this Ethereum. And I mean, I'm not even going to be able to, nobody will. Right. I mean, we can cash it out, but then I actually, I don't even know. That's a good question. I don't think we can touch it at all. Once it's deposited into the smart contract, it's, it's there. So, so we need some kind of sense of security. And this is why I've created the gems and the ducats, right? So in that way, the ducats give you a bit of liquidity. If you want to get out of your stake, now you can sell your gem, right? So if you, you go onto an NFT market, let's say OpenSea on Ethereum or collectibles on, was it Wax? So there's, there's many different places where you'll be able to do this. Um, and you can sell your NFT and get, and get out of it. There you get your original stake back and, and whatever your agreement is with the seller, right? Or the, the buyer. So this is kind of a way, it's an ecosystem. It's not just, hey, give me your money. I'll give you some money in a couple of years. This is like, hey, gain entry into this ecosystem that has fungible, non-fungible tokens. They're both backed by the stake and validator Ethereum. I mean, there's there's this whole huge sphere of, of, you know, an ecosystem, like I say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So does that mean that uh, they're also getting some of... Or I guess I guess not because the rewards are all locked up. I, I was just thinking in my head, like, would there be a way for people to get like a small portion of the rewards early? Is that possible or are they still just they really just have to wait for the full thing to actually get that? Yeah, I, I don't see a way of them getting their actual Ethereum until the mer what they call the merge. It's phase 1.5 where they put Ethereum onto one of the shards. So once that happens, then we can, then the Ethereum will be liquid again. However, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they're at that point yet going to allow validators to pull, to pull out. So mm -hmm. it's a bit, it's a, tr it's a bit tricky. Um, but again, I'm in the same boat and every single validator is in the same boat. You know, we're, we're yeah. all doing this together. So at least it's not like, oh, on EtherChest, they just keep your stuff, <laughs> you know, so it's, yeah, every yeah. And I wish, I wish I could instantly just pay it out to you and then we don't have to worry about it. You know, you're done. And then I, you know, we can, we can mop ourselves clean of it because I don't want to have that kind of responsibility. I want you guys to be able to just have your, have your stake. And that's why, you know, I've created the fungible and non-fungible tokens as a way to alleviate that you know if there becomes a market for it then of course you know you could sell your nft and i don't see why there wouldn't be i mean these tokens are tied directly to a stake on the ethereum 2.0 network that's that's earning so yeah 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 um, so I, then yeah go ahead uh, please please so so after like after all that time and then they will get the rewards is that just going to be in 
uh, the form of another NFT? Is that going to just be like they're going to get Ethereum? What is what is that going to look like? You're going you're gonna to get straight Ethereum at that point. So when it's all said and done, and and we'll release, you know, we'll we'll announce it when it happens. Um, you guys will be able to claim your Ethereum again, and the way you do that is simply just send it to a smart contract that will load up with all of this money. And anybody who has ducats, you just send them there, and it'll the contract will send the Ethereum to you. It'll just awesome. be a real simple exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. You know, I wish it could happen sooner. I do. I do. But that's just how. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you see then that changing? Uh, like, like you said, in in a few years, like how dramatically do you see that shifting, and and where do you see that going? in, in you know, like two, three years from now. Sure, sure. Yeah. So once, you know, once we're out of kind of the that that whole locking and everything, the ecosystem will continue to work kind of as it is Um, instead of your rewards being locked and you earning ducats. Ducats will be actually something that turns into um, a sort of treasury. So you'll actually be purchasing the ducats at that point with the little bit of dust that you may have in your wallet is kind of what that that problem solves. So originally it was, well, let's say somebody gets a ruby, they stake for six weeks, they earn a penny. Nobody's going to send them a penny. But what would be nice is that they could use that to purchase ducats. So then Mm -hmm. what we'll do is we'll take that Ethereum, um, we'll put it in a validator, and it'll start earning. And, and of course, in exchange, give you a ducat for whatever the purchase price may be. And that's at the moment I've set that at um, 0.00001 Ethereum. So really cheap. Really, I want it to be, you know, just meant for dust at that point. You can buy yeah. it if you want to do your thing. But it's really meant for users to be able to not have just dust sitting in their wallets. And, and I don't know. I mean, most of your, your viewers probably know what dust is, but it's just that little bit of Ethereum that can't be sent because gas. And of course, yeah. one more thing, gas is going to, you know, may actually kind of be a lot lower at that point. I'm not sure. I have been trying to find out as much as I can, but I, I know that with other proof of stakes blockchains gas is uh, is not an issue so hopefully that'll also help yeah yeah and speaking of gas i'd like i'd like to dive in more and more into that because i know anyone you know like even even just like for the uniswap thing i had to send a ridiculous amount of ethereum a gas to like cover the transaction obviously i was happy to because i was getting a bunch of yeah, uh uni yeah. but you know there's some people who were like comment because i made a video about it so to let people know but there were some people who were commenting and saying like i don't even have enough ethereum to cover this transaction but i really want to claim the uni um so like yeah so there's definitely an issue with gas where like how do you see that being alleviated like do you do you want to just talk to that a little bit and 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 um and what we might see in the future yeah i mean i i honestly can't comment on it too much only because of lack of knowledge my my expertise isn't you know developing the the ethereum blockchain itself my expertise comes from more using it you know as, as in smart contracts and and kind of developing systems as i am right now um but again because it's proof of stake it just every every other proof of stake blockchain that i've used gas is not an issue i mean i know that tron technically has a little bit of gas but i've never known what that was and most people don't 
you know, know that either. And like on Steam, for instance, they use resource credits. So there's a little, there are some gas components associated with it, but I don't see it being like, yeah, here, claim 400 uni, but you got to send me 12 bucks first. You know, so yeah. I, I, just don't, I just don't see that happening. And in fact, it can't. It, for the longevity of Ethereum, they can, it cannot sustain like that. People will not. They won't do it. They won't. I know a lot of people that aren't in the crypto sphere and they will not. <laughs> so, so until we can address that, which I believe 100% that they are, I just don't think they've released anything about it because maybe, you know, who knows, maybe it doesn't work or, or whatever it is. I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not one of those developers, but I do know that those guys are sharp and working on it. So, yeah. So, so you're, assumption or estimate is kind of that they might be just taking from uh what some of these other blockchains are doing and maybe implement some version of that or or something like that uh because yeah like you're right i i mean there's no issues with steam sending uh transactions there's there's no issue like with tron i mean you do have to stake a little bit but yeah it's not really much of an issue in terms of like spending fees and i think if people you know, obviously don't have to spend fees. They're going to be a lot more incentivized to, to use all these, uh, all these different things like built on Ethereum. Um, I remember just the other day when I was watching a video of a few different influencers chatting, Ken Bosak, who plays a lot of like blockchain games, he was saying, it's like, well, if I have to do a transaction on Ethereum, every time I do something in the game, uh, it's not possible for me to play the game. If I have to spend like $5 to like walk forward or something like that. So, um, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think, uh, I, I think gas is definitely a big obstacle, but if they can, uh, if they can get it right, then I think, you know, that's just gonna, that's gonna be everything for Ethereum. So you, um, I saw that it's built on like if Etherchat is, is currently built on Medalla, the Medalla blockchain, right? Well, that's the test. So it's no, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, that's the test net that that's what they've, yeah. they've coined Ethereum 2.0 test net. So our validators are currently running on, it's actually the girly test net. And, uh, yeah, it, that's where our infrastructure exists right now. Correct. Okay. Okay, cool. And I mean, I just saw something recently talking about the Spadina test net, um, coming ahead of Ethereum 2.0. What are your thoughts on that? Are you guys going to be building on that? What is, what is that going to look like? So we are already actively, um, actively involved with this project. Um, I, let's see, three, I think I deposited for three, um, validators yesterday. So that was whatever it was, 32 times three test, test ETH, but of course it's all free. So no big deal on that. But yeah, um, so I'm I'm just trying to think. Um, I'm gonna be running Tiku, Prism, and Lighthouse on those three as well, because apparently this is gonna be like a dress rehearsal. So mm-hmm. basically it's just gonna and it, it's not gonna last very long from what I was reading, only 72 hours. It's not really something that they're kind of telling everybody about. Please do it, do it, do it, not that kind of a thing. Um but, you know, so I'm going to definitely be involved in it, though. I, it's it's something that that needs to be done. Why would I stop now? You know, I'm going to I want to <laughs> I want to be ready just like everybody else. But I, I'm we're. Yeah, we're sitting awesome, there. awesome. Um, so, I mean, for people who are kind of like skeptical about Ethereum, because I mean, 
we've had so many chains that were supposed to be the Ethereum killer, uh, which never really, you know, came to fruition. So for people who are kind of skeptical about Ethereum, like what would what would you say to these people? Because like there's so many projects and companies that are building on Ethereum. I think personally, the way that I view Ethereum is that it's kind of like the the use case for development. Whereas I look at like Bitcoin, like a store of value, like digital gold. I look at Ethereum as kind of becoming like Web 3.0. Um, like, so, so what, what would you say for that? And, and what is, what is your perspective of how do you view Ethereum, um, as like a whole? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you nailed it. Uh, honestly, uh, I look at it as the EVM, the Ethereum virtual machine, a giant computer. So yeah, I mean, it's a place where developers can come, they can create their games or solutions to whatever it may be. I mean, with, with the, I mean, when it comes to the way that blockchains operate in a modern way, um, Ethereum has really set the bar for that. I mean, non-fungible tokens came from Ethereum. You know, ERC-20, that's Ethereum. Yeah, I mean, those, those types of things are what that chain is meant to be. Um, I do have to say that, like you, you mentioned Bitcoin, I mean, it could be that Ethereum in the future could possibly be a bit of a, a, a store of value only because if, you know, the, the, if the value increases, if it goes to 10,000, everybody will be like, Oh yeah, Ethereum's a good, good store of value, you know? But I think really the power of, of it is uh, that Ethereum virtual machine. That fact that you can get on there as a developer, you can, you can write your code, you can make these cool little, you know, programs do whatever, you know, you want it is want them to do. And, you know, it's got the power of the ledger. It's got, it's got everything that you need. And yes, um, many amazing projects are built on it. I mean, again, we are going to talk about Uniswap again, but I mean, that changed people's lives, you know, and if, and it was Ethereum that was able to do that. So mm -hmm. I, I wholeheartedly believe in it. It's one of the big ones. We don't need new chains. I think they're moving forward and they're going to be here to, to, for a long time to stick around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and I mean, there's so many different solutions that can be applied to it too, using off-chain and all these other uh, like amazing ways to kind of, you know, get around issues with gas and different things. So I think there's a huge range of solutions out there, especially with Ethereum. And I mean, there's a lot of people who would say stuff like, you know, EOS is is going to be the uh, like the Ethereum killer. And I mean, you know, I, I, I can't uh, make a transaction on EOS because of uh, of the uh, congestion on there. So, I mean, every every chain's got its caveats, but I definitely think um, Ethereum is definitely the the enterprise chain, in my opinion. So. Yeah where where do you see like where do you see etherchest going in the next year maybe the next few years what is kind of like the long-term vision sure so um again I, i've started this out as kind of an ecosystem right off the bat i don't want it to just be plainly a staking service um there are so many things like we're mentioning that blockchain the ethereum blockchain can offer that you know we need to be part of this and we need to enable it you know, so we want to make sure that we can enable more developers, you know, so uh, to the point of ducats, uh, that was a good question. What's going to happen after the two years? So if we are, I'll, I'll pose a question. If we are um, staking this Ethereum, 
what are we doing with the Ethereum that's produced by the Ducat validator? Well, that's what we want to use to actually enable other developers and the community to participate, um, to spread the word, to do what it takes to make this technology great. You know, we're very, very community oriented. Um, that's one of the main reasons, funny enough, I started on the Steam blockchain originally a couple of years ago is because community, man, with without people you can't do it this is for the people you know what i mean this is that's you know it's distributed everybody needs to have a piece in it so so we're going to continue that vision um we're, we we're definitely want to fund projects that's number one and we want to just continue to enable people to be you know part of this ethereum validation um another point and this kind of comes from the tron blockchain they have this idea of super representatives and they're super representatives mm -hmm kind of do the same thing and since we're moving to proof of stake i want to bring that concept to ethereum as well why not um, be one of the biggest block validators on ethereum to help the the community in the best way so yeah i mean i i want to be a huge block validator i want to help the community i want to enable people i want ethereum and bitcoin and all of them to succeed Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's always good to see that, um, you know, sometimes people are like really, really heavily like a maximalist of something, but I, I think it's really good that even though your focus is on Ethereum, you're, you're not like a maximalist and you're not like, ah, Bitcoin is a scam or whatever. Um, and it's funny that you said you, you kind of got started community wise on steam because, uh, it was the same for me and, uh, the conversation I had earlier today, uh, with the, uh, the co-founder of discussions.app, which is on, uh, EOSIO he actually started on steam as well so it's really funny how a lot of people kind of started there because i mean it, it really was one of the first social platforms on a blockchain so i think that's really interesting that a lot of people started there i mean it's definitely not what it was then but um it's uh it's it's definitely con connected yeah, a lot of people and i think it's <laughs> yeah yeah and i and i think it's it, it was a really good use case to show how uh social media on a blockchain can really bring a lot of people together because uh for people who are more familiar with what i do a lot of what i do is like looking at different social media platforms on blockchain and exploring those because i think that's a really big venue for mass adoption i think a lot of people are going to come into this space through uh, through social media. And I think that's going to just be a huge, huge proponent of mass adoption. Um, and I mean, if people can also start staking their Ethereum, I think that's going to be uh, really, really big as well. Because I mean, a lot of people have Ethereum, but they don't want to do a lot with it right now. But if they could just stake it, then uh, I mean, even if fees are high, I'd rather be making money off of it, you know? So um, yeah, I, I think it's really, really important to, uh, to, you know, to patronize Ethereum in terms of staking and, and all the other uh, interesting things that we can take advantage of. So what are some big like things in the works um, that you have coming up very soon? Is there anything um, that we haven't touched on already that you'd like to uh, share with us? Well, let's see here. Um, um, you'll have to wait and see on a couple of things, but basically, yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking forward to our launch. We want to get this, you know, all set up and get the user interface running. Uh, there's already a demo of it on on the website itself. 
Um, but we're going to get it ni looking nice and running good. Um, I've already got most of the code written on that. So it's just a matter of implementing it over the next few weeks, testing it. And uh, yeah, launching to it. I'll be announcing a little bit of an online, you know, one of them COVID launch parties. So we can we can all share in this and it'll be held on Discord. We'll have some live DJs and just some trivia and some fun fun stuff to just kind of get to meet the the crew and everybody involved so i'll i'll definitely let you know and when i announce that but that'll be coming up in the next few weeks other than that yeah man here we go baby we're getting ready to launch man yeah that's awesome that's awesome so is there any uh is there any other um projects that are doing something really similar to what you're doing um that, like and and how do you maybe differ from them how are you similar uh what does that look like um, I mean, there's a whole host. Yeah, there's a whole range of different services out there. Everything from stake as, as little as you possibly can to to ones that, well, we only accept certain amounts or just full validators, um, some with NFTs like mine, some with fungible currencies as well. There's a whole range uh, of staking services out there for sure. And each one of them is, you know, is going to have have their appeal to to each kind of user. Um, I'm hoping that ours is set apart because of our whole ecosystem with the fungible and the non-fungible tokens. And it kind of makes it fun. And uh, I got to tell you, our community is really fun. <laughs> if you come and hang out in the discord, you'll like it. But yeah, there's, um, I think right now, I think there's six or seven on the list on beacon chain. So if you go to beaconcha.in, um, beacon chain, uh, it'll, it'll give you a whole list of staking services, which we're of course part of. But yeah, awesome, I mean, I, awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I, I want, you know, again, like I was mentioned earlier in Discord, I, you know, I've, I've communicated with, with my com competition. There's, there's no reason for us to be shiny, you know, shooing each other away from the service. I mean, I don't want all validators. I just want a small portion of them, you know, like 10% of them. And I'd be super, super happy. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that is uh, most of what I of what I have here. Is there anything specific that you'd like to touch on or uh, or you know point towards um, in terms of Ethereum 2.0 or staking or anything that we've touched on? Um, yeah, I mean, I, first of all, I just I really want to thank you again for having me on. Uh, a lot of times as a startup and a, kind of a newcomer, you know, with with not much of a name, it's hard to get you know any kind of recognition or anybody to to even want to interview. And I, I really appreciate you having me on on tonight, man. It's it's been fun. And uh, other than that, man, I look forward to you know etherchess.com blowing up and becoming one of the biggest validators and and continuing the vision of Ethereum 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean I'm happy to uh to always you know talk with anyone. I don't think um there should really be a barrier of entry. I mean, uh, ironically, the way that I started doing these was just um, I, I was uh, get starting to get a little popular on Minds.com and the CEO just reached out to me and he's like, hey, do you want to record a talk and put it out? And I was like, sure. And then, uh, oh. yeah. And then, you know, here we are like two and a half years later and, you know, just uh, doing uh, talking to everyone. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think... Um, I don't think anyone should have like a barrier of entry of what they're allowed to say or when you have a certain amount of followers, you should be allowed to do anything because I started from zero too. So, you know, I think um, I think everyone deserves their uh, deserves to uh, have a voice and, you know, share it with everyone. So, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on as well. Uh, a couple fun questions before we end this off 
if you could have any crypto influencer, you know, join Ether Chest as like part of the team or something, who uh, who would that be? Oh, jeez. I'm not gonna pick anybody, but any. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, they're everybody's so you guys are great, man. All, everybody's, I mean, you're part of this even. You know, everybody is really great, and I think what would what would make me most happy is just the recognition. You know, if if anybody you know said anything, wow, look at Ether Chess. These guys are doing something really great, and they're open, and they're honest, and they're real. If I can hear anybody say that, I'm going to be really happy. Awesome, awesome. And if you had a hundred thousand dollars to invest in crypto or really anything uh what uh what would your choice be if you had to invest it like right now i had to invest it right now in a project okay let's see um you know honestly i would i would put it into any of the the smaller blockchain games that are coming up right now um one that i can think of right off the bat i've been talking to the developer and he's small time and he's still struggling but volition is a is a new card game that wants he wants to launch so i would probably start you know start by there you know be like okay well who needs who needs money ten thousand dollars i mean you say a hundred thousand dollars but man i could give ten people ten thousand dollars and they would be so stoked. I mean, if I, I remember when I first, you know, a couple of years ago when I first started with DAP caps, if I would have had $10,000 and I could have spent that on marketing and advertising, everybody would be playing that game right now. And maybe in the future they will. But yeah, definitely the smaller blockchain gaming, the, the blockchain game is going a long way. And once the gas fees get alleviated, it's, it's over, man. You'll see them everywhere. True, true. So yeah, would you say... <laughs> yeah would you say uh blockchain gaming is kind of part of your roots or yeah absolutely i i would say so i would say so i think um yeah it's a big part of it andrew wagner up at, at blockchain gaming up in vancouver bc has been a really fantastic person and he's again one of those people who's listened to me and been like wow this is actually he does know what he's talking about this is really interesting so yeah, I, I definitely have have roots in that. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can everyone find you and where can everyone find EtherChest? Yeah, so just uh, hit up EtherChest.com. Um, that's the website. And on Twitter, I'm at EtherChest. And if you type in EtherChest on Google, we're going to be the only thing that pops up. So, uh, yeah anywhere so you good branding your chest yeah yeah it's good branding I, I i don't know how i was able to snag up that dot com but i did it so i'm happy about that but yeah either awesome. com. check me out uh twitter um discord as well uh i don't i i mean i'm not gonna spit off the the discord link right now but maybe you can put it in 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 a description or something like that but yeah we have a fun yeah. time Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Everyone, make sure to check out Ether Chess, check out what he's all about. And, uh, you know, don't lose hope on uh, on Ethereum because those gas fees will uh, will get figured out sooner or later. Um, anyways, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks so much for watching this video to the very end. Since you did, it'd be awesome if you could give this video a like and comment hashtag number one ham in the comments below. 
Also, it'd be awesome if you could subscribe to this channel and follow me anywhere under at Scott C Business because I'm basically on every platform. You can find all the platforms that I am mainly using though at www.scottcbusiness.com. You can also find all my social links as well as my crypto addresses if you'd like to donate to me on Cointree at cointr.ee slash Scott C business. And you can also donate directly uh, by donating to scottcbusiness.crypto or scottcbusiness.eth with supporting wallets. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. I really, really appreciate your support. I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Scott C business signing off. Cheers.